0: Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Download. Our aim is to reveal from Scripture just how
1: good God really is. Find more of our sermons and other links, as well as contact details, at our website www.highway.org.za.
0: That's h i g h w a y.org.za. May this sermon bless you. Enjoy. Um, tonight is simply how to flow in and with the Holy Spirit. And it's for all believers. And um, it's, it's, a serve, it's how to serve in the new way of the Holy Spirit. So the first thing I want to do is just look at um, the priesthood. Because initially it starts with the Le- Levitical priesthood and it's serving without the Holy Spirit um, in terms of Deuteronomy and, and the Levites. And, and I just want to go through that to show, to show us um, that the, the priesthood has remained quite similar between the Old Testament and the New Testament Except in the New Testament, we, we all believers are the priesthood. Whereas initially with um, Leviticus, it was only the tribe of Levi. And of course, they don't have the Holy Spirit. They never had the Holy Spirit. But we have the Holy Spirit. So let's go to Deuteronomy 10, verse 8. Okay, so at that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi. To carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister and to pronounce blessings in His name, as they still do today. Okay, so just, let's just look at that. Um, at, the time, at that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi, to carry the Ark of the Covenant. So, carrying the Ark of the Covenant, to me, speaks of carrying, they were carrying this Ark, okay? But now we don't carry this ark anymore. We actually carry the living presence, the full Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, wherever we go. We don't have to worry about putting this thing with poles in our shoulders and walking around to carry the presence. We just naturally carry the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. So that was the first thing. Can you just keep, leave that up? Thanks, Ash. Let's just go back to that Deuteronomy. Okay, the next thing we see is that it says that um, to stand before the Lord to minister. Okay, so to stand before the Lord to minister means to worship unto the Lord, to give, to exalt the name of God, to magnify God, to praise God, to Give God glory and honor and to minister to the most high God. And so today, even as, as the royal priesthood, we, um, whether we are corporately or individually, um, on a Sunday morning here, we worship and we are the priesthood and we minister to God. We tell God how amazing He is. We exalt Him. We lift up His name. We give Him thanks and praise. Prayer and thanksgiving, ministering to the Most High God. That is one of our normal daily individual and corporate functions as a priesthood. And then we see also, lastly, there it says, and to pronounce blessings in His name. To pronounce a blessing um, is to, you know, to bless somebody is to provide what they lack. What do they need? They they, they have financial lack they they need to be healed and restored um, they need wisdom uh, in their lives they they need salvation um, this is where we are the channel of blessing where we pronounce blessings over one another in the name of the Lord so that was the that was the, the Levitical priesthood and so now let's just go to the new priesthood royal priesthood, which is, which is every one of us actually sitting here. Um, let's go to 1 Peter 2, verse 9 and 10. I can just leave that up, please, Ash, thanks. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. And then it goes on to say, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. So, as I said, the functions are very similar with the Old Testament and the New Testament, except that the royal priesthood is, is um, automatically extended to every single believer. There is not one believer that, sitting, that can sit here and say, I'm not a royal priest. Whereas with uh, Leviticus, it was, it was only extended to the tribe of Levi. And um, so once again, so we carry and practice His presence wherever we go. He is with us. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, we minister to God. We declare the praises of Him who called us out of darkness. Each one of us were called out of darkness into his marvelous light, into the light of the Son of God. And we constantly, every day, we declare his praises because through his blood, we have become a chosen people, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. Not just that, but we have our names written in the book of life. And so it's worthy of us to give all glory and honor. It's worthy of us to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his light. And so we, we don't just declare his praises, but we exalt him and we worship him every single day of our lives as, as a priesthood. We carry his presence wherever we go. It's not something that we consciously have to be aware of grabbing a hold of it's in us always he is always with us never ever to leave us we just need to be aware of his presence and to practice the presence that we carry of his holy spirit and also once again we pronounce blessings to God to God's people we bless someone once again by providing what they lack through the power of the holy spirit and This is the whole thing now tonight just to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit because every one of the gifts are designed to pronounce blessings and to bring life. We are the channels of these gifts and blessings to one another and to those who don't know Jesus. And if we are not the channels, then these wonderful gifts of the Holy Spirit, they just go... Um, stopped up inside of us. There's no flow. There's no river. There's no life. Because we maybe are not aware. Maybe we believe that we're not worthy to be uh, the priesthood. Maybe we're just not practicing and opening ourselves to allow the Holy Spirit to exercise those gifts from us, into other people's lives so that we can be a channel of blessing to one another. And that is where we come into a place in a church where everyone understands that they are this channel of blessing, that they are the world priesthood. They are walking in that, that they are allowing this life in them to overflow and to touch everyone wherever they, they go. And that is the way that the Holy Spirit um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit can be imparted through us to others. And we can be a huge blessing to one another. Just uplifting our lives, uh, each other's lives. Um, just by speaking wisdom into each other's lives. By praying for healing. By praying for, for um, words of knowledge to encourage and unlock things in, in, in each other's lives. And so there are only two things that are required to be a royal priesthood. The first one is to be a believer. And the second one is the Holy Spirit. Just two things. And um, the one thing that I want, I want to start this evening just with um, the believer. And I've just chosen one scripture, which I believe for me is, is, the, is the most key scripture in my life that has helped me To fully understand how I can just simply and effortlessly I can be a channel of God's blessing without being stressed. And just knowing that His power is on tap at any stage, at any time, in any situation. I can put my hand out and I can be a blessing. A channel of blessing. So I want to go to Galatians 2 uh, verse 20. It says, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. To me, just leave that scripture up there, please. Ash. To me, that scripture, I've had a personal revelation in that scripture that, that this, is, this is my personal revelation that I'm imparting to you. That God showed me that when Jesus was crucified on the cross, that when the nails went through his hands, they also went through my hands. When they went through his feet, they also went through my feet. When they pierced him on his side, the lance also went through my side. And when he, that when he died, I also died with him. And that when he was raised, I was raised with him as a new creation in Christ. And that what happened on that cross is what we call the mystical union. That in that moment of crucifixion, Jesus and myself became one. And we are so one that there's absolutely nothing that can ever come and separate me and Jesus. And in fact, as a new creation, as I stand here now, I know and understand this that it's 100% me right here, right now, and it's 100% Jesus right here, right now. It's not 50 50. It's not half me as I was and half, you know, just as Jesus is 100% God and Jesus is 100% man. Through the new creation. I am 100% me, Terry. And I'm 100% Jesus. So it's not difficult for me now. So we and I'm going to attempt to walk here. When I come up to Brian and I stretch my hand out like this. And I put my hand out over Brian. And I pray for Brian, for the Holy Spirit. And I pray for him. As I'm doing this, it's absolutely impossible for me to do this on my own. Okay. I don't want to be funny. Um, but actually. Jesus is also doing this. Because Jesus and I. We are 100%. One. I don't have to try and conjure. Up his presence. I don't have to. Try and say. Hey God. You know. oh, Just please come. God. I need you now. And I've got. I don't have to do any of that. It's as I go. As I go. Every day, every second, every minute of my life, wherever I go, it's me and Jesus. Wherever I touch and reach out my hand, whenever I open my mouth, it's not just me that's doing this. It's Jesus with me. So that is um, flowing within and with the Holy Spirit. It's not, everything is natural. To God. There's no difference between natural and supernatural. Everything is natural. So for us, wherever we go, whatever we do, everything is absolutely natural. And on the spur of the moment, whatever we need, it's on tap and it's permanently there. It's not like um, sometimes, you know, our power. Uh, what do they call it? A power surge or whatever. No, it's just constant power. We just need to understand. And no, this is so important, friends, for our ability to understand how to flow in and with the Holy Spirit. Um, Is that okay? So, yeah, um, that's, I think, you know, one of the things that Jesus meant when he said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's one of the things that Jesus meant. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. All we have to do is stretch out our hand, open our mouth, and the kingdom of heaven is right there instantly and immediately. Every gift of the Holy Spirit um, available to us on tap immediately. Um, We never have to conjure up His presence. His presence is always with us. It will always be with us. We will never... Ever we can never be separated from God. I know for many of us we don't quite understand that, but for me that is such a joy to know that there's absolutely nothing that can ever separate me from God's love, from his power, from his goodness in my life. I just I'm just reminded of Peter at the Gate Beautiful, just going and there are there's the cripple begging, and he's like Hey, listen, silver and gold, have I not? But what I have, what I have, I give to you. Get up and walk in the name of Jesus. Instantly and permanently healed through the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's the believer. So when we believe that Jesus died for us and that we died with Jesus, This is what it means to be a believer, to know that we are 100% Jesus, 100% joy, 100% Heather, and 100% Jesus. Never ever to be separated from Jesus, from the power of Never to be separated from Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And to treasure that and know that God has done this through the precious blood of Jesus. And then secondly, let's just go to the Holy Spirit. And um, the question here is, who needs to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit? And as we know from Steve's teachings yesterday, he went through quite a bit into Acts 1 and 2 when they were in the upper room, and it says they were all filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And um, also... In Acts 1, Jesus says that um, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses in Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. So we all need to be baptized and filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. And then the next part of the question is, why do we need to be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit? And the answer to that is that so that our ministry as royal priests may be empowered, effective, simple, joyful, imperative, and we can only give of what we have. The more of the Holy Spirit we have, the more that we can impart and bring life to overflowing to the world around us and to one another. We need the Holy Spirit. We can only give out of what we have. If we do not have, then we lean. And um, to me, it's such a joy to, to know that I can make a difference wherever I go. It's, it's such a joy to know that I have the Holy Spirit in me, that I can, um, I can be relevant in someone else's life to such an extent that I can change their life through the Holy Spirit permanently. Um, if you go to Matthew 10, Verses 7 and Uh, 8. Can we go there? Thanks, Ash. This is what it says. So As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. For freely you have received. So freely give. So, what have we freely received? We've freely received salvation, every blessing, power of the Holy Spirit. So what do we do? We freely give. And um, it's as we go in our daily lives. Um, everything that we do, there's no difference to God. There should be no difference to us. We don't only become channels of blessing when we're here on a Sunday morning for one another. We are a channel of blessing wherever we go, whatever we do, wherever we walk. We are the royal priesthood. We are the chosen people. We are the people of God, the people who dispense love. So, how do we receive the power of the Holy Spirit? And the answer there is that we just simply are. In Luke 11 verse 13 it says, How much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? John 10 verse 10 says, The enemy has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it to the full, or to overflow. And so this is his, this is jesus's mission statement, so as born again believers, this is also our mission statement that we bring overflowing abundant life wherever we go, that we are open channels of blessing allowing the Holy Spirit to work through us to touch people to to bring love to people of the world and to one another and so tonight um, it's a, it's a good time tonight to come. T- Into agreement with God. Each one of us. us, Let us come into agreement with God. We need to agree. Firstly that. I am God. Who God says I am. I am a royal priest. I am a son of the most high God. I am a king. I am a warrior. All the things that God says. That I am. All the things that God says that you are. You need to agree. And make a shift tonight. Just move from here to there. And say God I agree. I am who you say I am. The next thing that we need to agree on tonight. Is that. We do have all the things. That God says that we have. We have full authority. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. Constantly on tap. We can do the greater things that God has called us to do. And we need to come into agreement and say, Lord, I do have the authority that you say that I have. And Lord God, I can do everything that you say I can do. I can heal the sick. I can raise the dead. I can cast out demons in your name. I can do everything that you say, I can do. And I'm coming into agreement right here and right now, tonight. So, I want to just stop here now for a few minutes, and I want to ask my dear wifey, wherever she is, whether he's chosen. Okay, so... I, want to, I just want to stop here before we move ahead, and just give you guys opportunity to ask some questions on some of the things that I've said that you might want to elaborate on, that you might have a bit of a doubt on, or that is a bit of a gray area. But I'd like you to just please, um, if you can, focus on, on what we've spoken about here this evening. So can I um, offer this mark? My hearing's not so good. So, maybe, Josie, if you can come up here, my love, please. And just to repeat any questions that I I might not hear. Um, Can you make it, baby? Shame, babes. Shots. Okay. So, I just want to give the mic to Joe we on, okay, and just maybe if whoever has a question, Josie, if you can just give them a mic, and um, I'll do my best to attempt to answer whatever questions that you might have for a few minutes over there at the back. Level.
1: Sorry, Terry, um what about when we sin because? If we've got a hundred percent Jesus in us, and we're still not perfect because because the hundred percent me is still a sinner, so um, how does that work? Okay. Sorry, babe, What was the question?
0: Okay. So correct. You said um,
1: what happens because we're a hundred percent Jesus and a hundred percent ourselves. What happens if we sin? Because
0: We are still sinners, you said. And that would separate us from God. Our sin separates us from God. Okay, so to simply answer that question, is that's why Jesus had to pay a price on the cross and he became sin, okay? Um, So that we might become the righteousness of God. What that means is that he knew no sin. He took every one of your sins, past, present, and future, every one of our sins, past, present, and future, upon Himself on the cross. So, if He took your sin and removed it from you, and in place of that, He gave you His right standing with His Father, okay, what are you left with? And the answer is, you're only left with the righteousness of God. That's why He died, so that, we could be free from condemnation. So that when we do sin, we know that Jesus paid the price to remove that sin from us. And we just say thank you, Jesus, for as far as the east is from the west, so far have you removed every sin from me? And so it, it gives us the ability to have an unhindered, unbroken relationship with our dad. Because the biggest thing is that the devil wants us to grovel and to try and pay a price for ourselves, for our failings. But Jesus took every failing and every sin upon himself, and that leaves us free to, to, to keep moving ahead and just to say, thank you, God, I have an unbroken fellowship with you. Is that Okay.
1: Okay, Terry, Liam, well, let me just... it short. No, no, it's fine. Just a safety moment. Just, Terry, just a quick question on my side is that we've... Okay, I, I do, be honest with you, I do differ a little bit in this in that the sense that we receive, we are, we are born again, we become a new creation, and we are made the righteousness of God. So I 100% agree with that. I don't think we have the fullness of Christ because it's, Jesus has left... He sits at the right hand of God, and he sent the Holy Spirit to transform us. If I look at the scriptures, Corinthians says, We all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So that tells me that there's still a transformation. Yes, we have the fullness of Christ inside of us. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. But there is... We are, we are saved and we are redeemed, but we still make mistakes. We, course, we might yeah. call it sin, but sin is dead on the cross. We know that's gone, but st- there is still a transformation process taking place. So we are going to make mistakes. We are going to blow it, mm. and it's the work yeah. of the Holy Spirit inside of us which transforms us from glory to glory into the image of the radiant glory of Christ. So I don't know if we—I don't necessarily agree that we have 100% of Christ in us. I think we have, we have God inside of us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We become part of the Trinity through what Christ did on the cross as, as in the spiritual transaction that took place. There's this transforma- transformation still taking place. We are a work in progress as far as I Yeah, speak. yeah.
0: So let me just take it up there. You're quite right um, in that. And let me just be specific here. What happened on the cross is that, uh, as we know in Ephesians and many other scriptures, it says that. When we were dead in our sins and our transgressions, God raised us up spiritually with Christ and seated us with Jesus in heavenly places. So, to clarify that, and I don't want to get too involved there because I want to just keep it to the, um, the, the confidence that we need to have to be a royal priesthood. But, so, what happened was spiritually, once and for all, done and dusted. Nothing more needs to happen to us Spiritually. It's done forever, and we seated with Christ spiritually. Uh, but then Romans 12, verse 2, it says that we are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. So as Richie says, every day through our, our mistakes and our trials and our difficulties, we're learning and we're being transformed, okay? So we are still, spiritually we are saved. Our minds and our souls are still in the process of salvation. We are working out our salvation, Um, and actually, we will be uh, completely saved, soul um, and mind. Body-wise, as we know, we will, when we die, we will be saved. Our bodies will be saved. We will get a glorified body, just like Jesus. So, therefore, we were saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved. So, yeah, thanks, Rich. Um, guys, and so, yeah, just, I, I want to, I what I'd really love tonight is, yeah, just, I, I sorry, Brian, to, I'd love to... It's I'd not lo- a question, it's not a oh, question. Oh, sure, sorry, no. sorry.
1: For me, I um, know oh, we, we're all
0: a, a, a work in progress, but God sees us as whole. Yeah, That's absolutely. the big difference. Yeah. So God sees us as whole, although we aren't there yet, we haven't arrived yet. But that's how God sees us. Mm. And we must
1: believe that in our, you know, in, in our uh, little failures exactly, and things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the big thing tonight is that for all of us, when we walk out that door tonight, what I've just asked the Lord, I've just said, Lord, I want every single one of us to be so confident of who we are in you that nothing will, the enemy will not be able to come and try and our corpse that we're not worthy to be the channel of blessing, that we're not worthy to exercise the gifts of the Holy Spirit, to receive um, and impart these gifts, that nothing will deter our confidence in knowing that we are, we are. We belong to a God who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He always sees us the way He sees us now. He sees us exactly the way He sees Jesus. And that will never ever change so for me it's like I want to be I want each one of us to be so confident that we'll be confident tomorrow to go out and to look for opportunities to be a blessing and confident know, confidently knowing that we have all the authority and we have all the power to be that channel of blessing um, to the world around us sorry. Um, any maybe a few few more minutes um one or two more questions <coughs> Okay, so I thought I'd answer that. What we do with that sin is we look to the cross and we say, thank you, Jesus, um, that you took this sin upon yourself and that I am free to be the righteousness of God. That's what we do. that yeah, okay? You were still single. That must have been a long time back, eh? <laughs> A while back, I was still single. I used to dabble a little bit here and there. <laughs> and I was driving down Fields Hill. And, and I started crying. Holy Spirit came upon me. I started crying. I said, sorry, Lord. I'm a sinner. And the Holy Spirit rebuked me straight away. He said, if you, are, if you say you are a sinner, then my, my, my son died in vain. Yeah, yes. That's good. And that that really put me... We do sin, but we're not sinners. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Anything else, guys? Are we all good? Okay, so it's going to be a little bit challenging, as I said, but I'm sure we'll make a way. Um, What I'd like to do is just for us to split into maybe into groups of four, because I think it'll be easiest to do that. We can maybe move a desk and then put one desk in the middle with four chairs around. And um, just for maybe sort of eight to ten minutes, I would I would like us to, to split into groups and to just to share um, on how someone has impacted either your life or somebody that's close to you um, by operating... In one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, it's your personal experience. Maybe not you personally, but a family member or or close friend. So, um, okay, guys. So, the kind of the kind of experience I'm talking about would be, um, for example, when. I was up in, in, in Zim years ago with a team of young guys and um, there was a crippled girl. She'd been crippled from birth. She was 14 years old. And my son Tyron and a few other young guys who were really amped to be on outreach, um, they just went up to this crippled girl and they laid hands on her and they, they started praying over her and they commanded her to get up and walk in the name of Jesus. And I'm looking at this lot and I'm, Jeez, guys, look where these guys get this chutzpah from. You know, this is amazing. And while I'm watching, she gets up and stands up and she starts walking towards her house. She gets up and she's walking. Never walked in her whole life. The whole village were like screaming and shrieking and going crazy. All the way down to her mother into her home. She walks in the front door, walking, but very shakily. And her mother just collapsed on the floor. And to me, that was just the most amazing, joyous moment because here, a group of young guys, just really nothing holding them back. No funny ho-hoos or anything. Just taking God's word as it is and doing what God commands to do and to see the results of of, of healing. And, um, and then also with Alpha, and many Alphas where... We, we, we go on a Holy Spirit weekend and we pray for people and um, we give them the opportunity to give their life to Jesus and we pray for them. And there's always one or two pe- people who are very, very loath to allow you to pray for them. They're like very scared. So what we do is while we're praying for everybody else, we ask God for a word of wisdom, only something that they will know that only God use this. And so while we're going around, we're doing this. And so eventually we pray for everybody. And this, there's just this one person sitting on their own, looking very scared. And so we go up. And that by that time, God has given us a word. And we, we go up to him and we say, Tracy, God has given us this picture. Uh, like, it's just a gray canvas. And there's just no color whatsoever. And he... He just gave us this picture of taking multicolour and just sprinkling that canvas until it's a blaze of color in your life. And she just burst out crying. No, we don't know what. And we then just said, so can we pray for you now? And she said yes. And she, uh, she received Jesus as her Lord and Savior. And to this day, she's still walking with Jesus. And this has happened a number of times. So that's the kind of stuff, sorry I'm taking up your time, that 's the kind of stuff we can just share that just to build our faith up. Um, thanks guys. yeah, carry on, okay, guys. well, I trust that you 've been suitably encouraged by um all the positive stuff and just talking about the power of God so it 's going to be a bit difficult to to, um, to stand, so maybe if you guys just remain seated where you are um, I would just like to, us to pray for one another for a fresh impartation of the power of the Holy Spirit. So if we can maybe just either lay hands on one another's shoulders or even if you just grab um, hands together and just pray for the Holy Spirit to come and just to, to fill us afresh. Um, yeah, so... Let's, let's just all pray together. We can pray in tongues. Um, we can pray in understanding. Yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Tonight we want to we honor, we honor you and we want to thank you as a special and precious gift to us. A gift of the Spirit, the God's, God's Spirit. He's, his own personal Spirit that He has imparted to us. And so tonight, Holy Spirit, we thank you for your power in our lives. And we ask you to just come afresh and fall on us right now, Holy Spirit. Come and touch us. Just fill us with your strength from head to toe, Holy Spirit. Just come and pour yourself into us afresh. Each one of us, Holy Spirit. We want to receive your power afresh tonight, Holy Spirit. So come now. Thank you, God. We just come into agreement tonight and we say, Lord God, we are everything that you say we are, Lord God. Lord God, we come into agreement tonight and we say, we do have everything that you say we have. We have the full authority and power. Of your Holy Spirit. And Lord God, we can do all the things that you say that we can do through the power of your Holy Spirit. We just want to just receive and just saturate ourselves in your presence, Holy Spirit. Just fill us, fill us, fill us, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fall afresh on us. Fill us with your power. Satisfy our needs. Only you, Holy Spirit, have made us whole. Only you, Holy Spirit, can help us grow. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fall afresh on earth. Come, Holy Spirit, fall afresh on earth. Let's fall afresh on us, Holy Spirit. Sheera bokosa na basa, ba bara basoso bokoba sheera, sheera da 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 da. Yore bokoba sheese, shee shee shee. na na ba na Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Holy Spirit. We appreciate you. Thank you for being our God, our counsel, for walking with us, for being with us, never leaving us,